You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine, only on the BetQL Network. With Brendan Tobin and Jake Noaker, I am the sports machine, Sean Levine, and now we welcome on Kairos MMA. You can follow him at Kairos MMA2 on Twitter. Hey, man, no reason to bury the lead because we've been waiting on the John Jones fight for a long time. It's finally <laughs> here next Saturday night. John versus Gone. Which way are you leading in that one right now? <sighs> People are going to kill me for this one, but I just, my and John has just dwindled over time. It's like, that's not, we don't see the John Jones that we knew that beat Shogun. We aren't seeing the John Jones that took out Rashad, that beat out. I just, and you're going up, not one weight class, because it's more than just 10 pounds, more than just five. So I just, I got to roll gone. I got to roll gone. I don't know if John can even wrestle him at this point. The, uh, for John, is it the, the time being away? Is it the moving up in weight class? What is it the most that you think uh, that that concerns you going into next week for him? It's the accumulation of those things. It's it's not just one thing for him. It's always some. It's just everything with him. It's oh, you're away. Oh, you're moving up a weight class. Last past five plus fights against light heavyweights. You've never been a serious knockout threat. You've never been. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. It's not too many ways you can necessarily win unless it's by decision and by points. And I just feel like Gon has enough power and enough like striking to just deter John's game. Like I think it finally catches up with him. His just him just fucking around and wasting his legacy and it finally catches up to his ass. I mean, if he's if I'm wrong though, good, but I just don't think so. What uh, what do you think, Kairos, that would mean for John's legacy if he goes out there and loses? Because obviously right now he's regarded by most people as the best fighter of all time. It shouldn't do anything. I, it's already set in stone what he's accomplished, and I feel like the only people who want to discredit what he's accomplished are people who just started watching or people who just don't know or people who are just haters. You know, at this point, like, you can't have one of the longest reigning championships and one of the most – like, people don't realize how illustrious light heavyweight was when he first got into the UFC. You had all the legends pouring in from all the other organizations, and he was beating them either in their prime or when they were entering or just when they were, like, leaving. So it's not just like he's beating up bums, like how people say on Twitter, or, oh, he's beating up undersized light heavyweights. It's like, bro, they were fighting in these weight classes in pride. Like, what, what do you want? And he's fighting the people he had available. So – I think he's set in stone. He's still one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest. If you want to put him at two or three, you're not going to catch him as a bullback for me, but he definitely is in top three. Uh, in the co-main event, we were just talking about this before the end of the last segment, Kairos. Uh, Valentina Shevchenko, Alexa Grasso, we've seen a lot of long-reigning champions uh, get kind of caught up with 
over the last year. Do you think that uh, Valentina has the chance to become the next one that just gets caught and uh, and her reign comes to an end, or does she keep rolling? Not against Alexa Grasso. I don't think she's well-rounded enough to get it done. Just like I don't think she could ever outgrapple Valentina. I don't think that she can necessarily outstrike her. If it ever gets any dicey, like Val will just switch it up on her. People think that she's looked mortal, but I think it has to do with her losing interest or just the fact that she just wants to beat people a certain way. I don't think Grasso has anything for her. And I also think that Valentina deserves a lot more respect. Because when you look at how many title defenses that she's had and the streak that she has, if it was anybody else who was on this type of run and they were a man, it'd be like, oh, well, this guy should be in your GOAT conversation, top three, right? If Volkanovski had beaten as many people in succession with his title in his hand as Val did, people would say it's no question he's the greatest of all time. But because it's Valentina, she's a woman, they're, they're just going to discredit her. And I'm just like, I'm hoping she just busts it wide open to like 15 defenses and just like, for as long as she can. And I don't think Alexa's going to change that. Our guest is Kairos at Kairos MMA2 on Twitter. Uh, Connor is back also. He is obviously back right now, and he will be fighting one Michael Chandler. Who's your early lean in that one? I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, I, I got to go. I got to go with Connor. As much as I think that Connor has just lost steps and has just <laughs> taken steps backward in his development, I think that Michael's refusal to just become a wrestler. And these fights is just what's holding him back. He just wants to get paid and he wants to put on interesting fights. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to ever hold a title or position yourself to be one of the greatest in the UFC, because we know his tenure in Bellator, I just think that he has to change it up. And I don't think he's going to change it up for Connor. I think he's going to go out there like he fought Gaethje and he might get, um, he might get finished this time. He, he just might get finished this time. He darts in. Uh, personally, though, I, I do think, though, that um, Michael Chandler has, like, the ability and the tools to get it done, like I said, but I just – ego in this game just bugs me. Just There's so many fighters who would rather just have the crowd cheering for them and they'd rather be the guy than just do what it takes to win. And I feel like becoming a fan favorite or doing what's necessary to be a favorite is just pointless because at this point <sighs> – They'll turn on you for nothing. We have the most fickle fan base I've ever seen across college That's football, true. across the NFL. Like, I have never yeah. seen fans jump on and jump off more than MMA fans. And it's just like, that just lets you know right there, I, I wouldn't do anything for them. I, me personally, I'm not here to please y'all. I'm not here to do none of that because y'all just, y'all have no loyalty. Absolutely not. But, yeah, it's going to be hard for me to pick Chandler. I think he gets finished. I think Connor finishes him in like two. Uh, the, the, this is a crazy month. Cairo's coming on up. We were, you know, with, between all the main events that are coming up this month, is there one that, that you just like, you are looking forward to the most out of Usman and, you know, Cheeto Sandhagen and there's just the whole lot of these main events that are coming up over the next few weeks. Which one uh, are you most excited about? Cheeto Sandhagen is definitely up there just for the simple fact that I think that, um, there's a lot of respect going towards Cheeto and he deserves it 1 million percent. He's paid his dues. He's been in the UFC for a while, and he's been doing it and doing it and doing it. And the same thing goes for Corey Sandhagen. But I feel like at a certain point, we have to like put them under the pressure to say, well, who's the, bad? Who's the better out of the two at this point? Because people swear Corey's the second coming of Jesus, and I just don't see it. I think he's, he's an exciting fighter. I think he's talented. I think he's um, 
think he's a great fighter. I think he's a top five in the division, but I just don't think he's as great as people think he is. And I think this is a great measuring stick because if he beats Cheeto, I have to shut up. I really do. I have to absolutely just shut up, log off, and delete my account. But <laughs> if he but you say you're wrong, Cairo. You don't have to do that, yes. dude. Yeah, I know. I sound wrong, but like, but if he goes out there and lands a hundred strikes on Cheeto, and at the end of the round, Cheeto clips him and finishes him on the ground, I'm like, well. Time for y'all to finally it's the same thing that we have with rob font and like every single time we have these great fighters who come into the organization and people think that they're just god tier fighters and it's i just don't see it i'm a hater but i'm also like slow to like put my eggs into a basket but that's just me personally but well, that's do you think do, do you think maybe it's more that all a lot not all of them a lot of these guys happen to be in the same weight class like so we got triple c and aljamain sterling coming up you're talking about cheeto and sandhagen we haven't even mentioned the name sean o'malley is there a chance that all these guys happen to be that good at the same time in the same weight class no <laughs> no let me stop yes it's possible but what i do think though is that we have to look at it in terms of like if i looked at a fight i'm like okay i think they're s tier i think they're a tier i think they're b tier c tier etc 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 I think that if you're in the top three of the division, you're probably S tier. If you're in the like top five, A tier, and so on. But I think that for Corey Sandhagen, he's probably at the bottom of A tier in my mind. I think that guys like Henry, I think, I don't know about Sean. I'm still on the fence about Sean. I, I really, I'm not really the way he fought. Yeah, yeah. I'm still, I don't, I'm not really. And mm, same with Yan. I'm like, I don't know. But I do think that. I think that Cheeto is like, if he's not S tier, he is as high as you could possibly get without being in there. And that's like, that is the test. If he finishes him or he goes out there and dominates him, or he, even if it's a close finish, I have to pay homage. I got to show some respect. I like that fight a lot. And also, um, oh, I can't remember. Oh, it'll come back to me. The other fight that's really exciting for me. So you're going to be furious if Cheeto wins this fight and he gets passed over for a title shot again, right? Because like, it's probably it's probably going to be in a spot where he could still be, he could still win this fight big time stage and they still could pass him over. And that would seem crazy. I'm, I think they are going to pass him. Well, that's why I wasn't even thinking about him getting a title shot. Cause if he, okay. I think Cejudo beats Aljo. I'm going to keep it a buck. I think he does just cause Cejudo is just that great. And I don't necessarily think that Aljo won't get an immediate title rematch. So that's why in my mind, I'm already thinking he's going to fight either one more time after if he were to get past this one, or he's going to have to wait. So my mind isn't even thinking on title shot from. You were talking about the, another awesome fight that was slipping your mind. I don't know if it was Gaethje Fazif, perhaps, but that's the one that I'm looking forward to. Who's your Who's your early lead in that one? I can't doubt Fazif again. After the way he was able to stuff almost all of RDA's takedowns and then he finished them off later, I was just like, every single problem that I had with him and every single thing that I said that he couldn't do, he did it. And then he finished the fight. So like, I'm Fazeev or might be the next one up to be the champion of that division. Obviously with Islam, you, you can't really count Islam out, but who's to say that Fazeev can't stuff those shots. Volk was able to stuff them. Who's to say now that other people can't stuff those shots. So hmm, I gotta go. I gotta go Fazeev, and I don't even think if Gaethje comes in and fights his best fight, he'll win. Like as much as I'm a Justin Gaethje super fan, like I've never seen that man in a boring fight, and I've never hated on him. I just I think this is the wrong one for him. I think he he picked the wrong one. Carlos, uh, Tatiana Suarez is gonna make her return tonight. We haven't seen her in a very long time, and. 
gotta be weird for her looking next week as somebody that she beats in the, in the uh, championship bout. Uh, how much are you looking forward to her return? Do you think she could get back to what people thought she was going to be? Cause that was a devastating uh, injury. We have seen somebody like Juliana Pena come back from a really bad knee injury and become champ. Do you think she's good enough to do that? Yes, and because she's moving back down the straw weight after this. I think that um, she wouldn't be coming back if her body hadn't healed. There was times where she was signed up to make a return, and then she just backed out because she didn't think her body was recovered or she got another injury. But I think I think she's at 100%, and Montana De La Rosa is probably going to get ran through, to be honest with you. I, don't, I, I respect her for taking this fight. But at the same time, she gets nothing out of it because I don't think she's going to win. I don't think Tatiana gets anything out of it except for she gets rid of the ring rest because it's not like Montana is some perennial powerhouse. I don't even think she's ranked. No, she, I think she is ranked. No, she, I don't think she is. But either way, I don't think she gets anything out of this except for experience. But when she goes back down to 115, the division and the landscape is completely different. I think there's a lot of more people susceptible to getting grappled. Like when she first hit the scene, that was around the time where Joanna was in her prime. You couldn't take her down with anything. She was stuffing everybody's takedowns and just beating the living daylights out of them. That was when Andrade was on point, stuffing you, throwing you on your head, knocking you out. That was when a lot of Claudia Gadelia was doing her thing. Now that she's like back, the division is completely different. She's a lot better of a grappler. I don't think there's that many great anti-grapplers in the division now. I think that she can run the table. I think that uh, she picks the right fights too. She could get to a title shot in like two or three. Wow, well, not talking with probably three or four. Talking with at Kairos MMA two on Twitter, tapped out on the BetQL network. Kairos, who's more likely to get their belt back first, Izzy or Kamaru Usman? Who's gonna fight sooner? Because <laughs> I think both of them get their belts back. Um, I guess Usman. I, I got I. I'm not gonna pick someone to beat someone who's beaten him three times already. I know he was winning right? three rounds to one. I get it. He was winning three, but you still lost. Sure, you could say it could have gone on longer. Sure, you could have said the ref stepped in too soon because I, I think it was a little bit of an early stop. It's considering we've seen people get their brains beaten out and the refs just like standing there. So, and it's a title fight too. I feel like you should have just let it go on more. But whatever. Just can't in good. Have time. you seen the it's odds for that? By the way. Have you no, seen the odds for that? Because Izzy's, Izzy's the favorite, bro. And I'm with you. It's Ooh. like, how many times does he have to lose to this dude? It feels like that's that's a good chance to make some money that night. It is, but I don't know. Who's to say Alex doesn't get better after that? He's like, oh, well, now I know what it's like to fight him in four rounds or five rounds in mixed martial arts. Like, we thought that Izzy was going to have the advantage in the grappling department. We thought that he was going to be able to take him down at will and control him. And then Alex took him down. And then Alex controlled him. I was like... I don't know. So if I have to pick one or the other, I'm going to pick Kamaru because at least in Kamaru's case, he has multiple ways that he can win. And he's shown us that in the first and the second fight. And I just think that at the end, he just wanted to prove a point. He was like, you know what? You're no threat to me. I'm going to strike with you for the last five minutes. Mm. And it just didn't pay off. It just didn't pay off. But this time I think he's like, yeah. nah, we're, this is this is WWF. We're, we're wrestling for the 25 minutes and we're going to see how this goes. Unbelievable. I still can't. I'm still shook by that. I really like it's one of those things that like I don't think I'm ever going to get over as a fan uh, <laughs> with, with, with what Leon would. And I can't imagine what the lead up's going to be like to that, too, because it's got to be such a mental uh, a mental thing for Leon to feel like I was getting beat that bad and I still pulled out the win. So it's going to be a wild one for sure. I, but I think that this isn't going to be too much of like a mental strength for Kamara because he's been in high pressured situations. Like he was in the ultimate fighter house. 
he had to come through that. And that's tough because his season was different than everybody else's. He had his whole gym mates in there showing up to the fights, cheering in the background. He had a whole bunch of stuff just going against him. I think he handles adversity better than probably anybody on the roster. I think he makes it look easy. Great stuff, my guy. We'll have you on to talk fighting again. At Kairos MMA2 on Twitter, you're locked into the BetQL Network.